Hey, welcome back to Vaguely Adults. You have two of your favorite vaguely-looking adults here today. I'm one of your hosts, Serana, and... I'm Shirley. And what a magical time of the year, huh? Truly is. Truly is. I was trying so hard to think of a magic pun. And yeah, I was, I was... Magic was the first thing that came to mind, yeah. and I was just like, it is not Christmas. Ak, your joke. Um... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is going to be our Harry Potter special. Again, we love an autobiography <laughs> written by Harry Potter himself. Right. But yeah, I'm uh, not sure if, when that episode has come out, will come out. But we had a lovely discussion about media, books, etc. that shaped our childhood and kind of our formative teenage years. And we had a brief mention of the Potter <laughs> universe. Yes. So what are your experiences with Harry Potter? Oh my goodness. <clears throat> the stage is all yours. <laughs> I was going to say, now it's just me talking for two hours and you fast forwarding throughout the whole thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to start by saying that I own a lot of Harry Potter merch. Um before we start we do want to make it clear that we do not share the same thoughts or any likeliness to the author she's uh the franchise would be fine without her involvement yeah from whenever she started making controversial commentary commentary for no apparent reason yeah but the franchise is something that we grew up with and it's for us, very much separated from her entirely. Yeah. So, with that being said. With that disclaimer. Yes, please, go forth. Unafraid. Um, <laughs> so, I forgot what my thought process was. And now my brain is just buffering. You own a lot of merch? I own a lot of Harry Potter merch. I don't know why I brought that up, but I do own a lot of it. That's why I came with the disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. Uh Okay, so I want to say that the reason I think it shaped me a lot was because Harry Potter himself is very is a sarcastic little twit. <laughs> like, throughout the entire thing, yeah. Homeboy is rolling his eyes or making some sarcastic comment, and I relate so hard. I do it now, and I think it has a lot to do with watching it growing up. I was always obsessed with this, so when it came up on ABC Family for their, like, Harry Potter weekends... Yeah. I would, which was like almost every other weekend it was yeah it was yeah. every weekend i would watch it and my mom hated it because i watched it all the time and she could not stand it i was the only one who liked it in my family mm. uh she would sit through it sometimes just because like yeah whatever i'll sit here and watch it with you because there's nothing else going on my sister used to make fun of me hard body for it hard body she would make fun of me and she hated it. She couldn't stand it. And did I mention she'd made fun of me for it? I wasn't sure. She made fun of me for it. Now, my sister runs a successful TikTok account dedicated to Harry Potter, where she has one of her videos, I think I showed you, has like 700,000 likes or something like that. Yeah. And not, you know, sisters with a famous person. But, um,. <laughs> Hey, sister, if you don't mind sharing our podcast, I mean, <laughs> we would absolutely love that. Thank you. But now she's obsessed with Harry Potter, and 
you can plug this in one of your TikToks. In one of your Thank you. TikToks. But she used to make fun of me for it. And one year, my cousins found out that I was really into it. And for an entire year, any gift that they would buy me was only Harry Potter related. And at the time, I was a Gryffindor through and through. And I thought I would be a Gryffindor forever through and through. And I was like, this is my life. This is who I am. And that was who I was. That was who I was for a time. English. Grammatics are wonderful. (laughs) And I retook the quiz as an adult. And my sister always said that she didn't think of me as a Gryffindor. She always thought of me as a nerd, a.k.a. Ravenclaw. And I retook the quiz and lo and behold, Shirley's blue through and through. And so now I started buying Ravenclaw merch. Um, It took me a long time to accept that I am a Ravenclaw now. But um, my rising house is Gryffindor. And (laughs) I said that to Kayla and she said, Shirley, you can't turn this into astrology. I said, watch me. Watch me. Yeah, I think there was a quiz. uh, I don't know if it was on BuzzFeed or something. That was like you're sorting based on percentages of your houses. I love that. And yeah, I'm a Gryffindor through and through. With a Slytherin rising. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, and then I I want to say it's Hufflepuff and then Ravenclaw. Caitlin is a Slytherin, Hufflepuff rising, followed by Ravenclaw and last. This is just is such BS. It's, it's hilarious how much this is just BS. But that being said, uh, yeah, I also grew up with Harry Potter. I loved the magical aspect to it. I feel like I could always immerse myself into the world and forget about what's going on and really just enjoy the fantastical world and the magical creatures and all these things because the films at least for me had that had me so captivated that i was i i wanted to go to hogwarts so bad i still do i still want to go on those goddamn changey stairs like although after watching fantastic beasts um, I realized Hogwarts is like the trash ghetto public school of the wizarding world. And I don't care. Dude, we went to trash yeah, no, public I'm not. schools so here. So if I'm going to choose a magic a magic school, it's not going to be Hogwarts. <laughs> not after watching Fantastic Beasts. Hell no. <laughs> now I'm going for the bants, dude. I'm going for the bants. <laughs> I spend a semester there and then transfer and out. And then like, just transfer. Listen, I'm doing what I can. But actually, last year, I rewatched the entire entire thing with one of my friends feel because he'd never seen all of them shout out yeah i don't know how he got on with the whole thing but uh at one point i was like oh this is prisoner of Azkaban. this is my favorite film prisoner of Azkaban is your favorite and then i was like gobletified this is one of my favorite films okay okay (laughs) and then it was like half-blood birth this is one of my favorite ones and he was like there's eight and right. you name four that right, are your dude. favorite ones. <laughs> yeah. But it was such a good time. Like, even watching it as a grown adult now, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I was so sad when we watched the final one because I was just like, I want more. So, fun fact. I am not a finisher of things. Oh. This is this is <laughs> oh. something Serana knows. And Yeah, when, when he committed to this, I was like, you're, you're in this. Yeah, so I did not finish season three of Stranger Things because I know how it ended and I didn't want it to happen. So I just didn't watch the last two episodes. Pretend I cannot see it. Oh, to see with no eyes. 
if you're only listening to the podcast, she took her glasses <laughs> off and like plopped them down on the table. And so same thing applied for Harry Potter. So I saw the first seven movies a bajillion times and I only saw the last movie one time. And I never repeated it because that meant that it was the end of the series. Yeah. And so when I rewatched it, also like watching it as a kid, I'm like, heck yeah, Harry, heck yeah, Hermione, heck yeah, Ron. And as an adult, I'm like, yo, Dumbledore, you ready to catch these hands? They PG-13 <laughs> for everyone. Like, <laughs> and uh, like, um, I, I'm noticing things that I, okay, to be fair, the entire time that i watched harry potter the person that i was in love with was not draco it was not harry it was not ron <clears throat> you had neville longbottom girl Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. i was a serious black girl <laughs> and a lucius malfoy gal oh, yep. little oh little whittle shirley had such a thing for serious black and such a thing for lucius malfoy up until the last movie, because then he just becomes a wuss and serious dies. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. No, I was definitely a Hermione like backer a hundred percent. That's hated says, Hermione with such a passion. Oh, that says still do. so much about me. As still a do. But yeah, I wanted to be Hermione's friend so bad. So mm. bad. Mm. I also thought that Harry and Hermione were a better match than Ron and Hermione, but anyways. Okay, back to I know we don't support the the author, <laughs> support the art, not the artist, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Ronnie knows. There is not that I swear I'm negative. <laughs> There's a article that I read the other day. We all know what that's code for. Mm. Uh, I saw a TikTok. So I saw this on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does. I don't have a TikTok. Uh, and someone had said that J.K. Rowling oh. said, "Oh." That she kind of wishes that Ron and Hermione hadn't ended up together. And someone was like, girl, you wrote the series. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? And so then other people were like, well, if you're an author or a writer, you know that sometimes the story writes itself. And it just takes a mind of its own. And you can't really just randomly change things because you wanted to. Because it just doesn't make sense with the story. And that's yeah. true. As someone who's written stories um, that I ended up hating the ending for... It is true. Sometimes mm. I'm just like, I can't just randomly change this character. That doesn't make any sense. Not that shows don't do that because they do and it makes no sense. Yeah, looking right at you, Vampire Diaries. What yes. the heck? Anyways, that'll be a... Uh, no, that's not. I'm not going to dig that up. Sorry. <laughs> no, that the Vampire Diaries is behind me. It's part of who I was. So I'm actually rewatching the Vampire Diaries. And it's now. not who I am anymore. So we're never going to touch that. <laughs> So my sister saw Harry Potter for the first time last year. It was an exchange. I will not say for what because I'm. it was payment for something that I helped her do. Mm, mm, mm. And yeah. so in as payment for me helping her do this thing, yeah. she would watch one Harry Potter movie every week. And at first she was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this. This is ridiculous. This is way more than what I'm asking you to do for me. It was not. <laughs> I, you know, you know, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> Compare. And she ended up falling in love with the series and her entire personality became Harry Potter. And, okay, a lot of the younger generation, I can't believe I'm being this person, they decide that it's not cool to have your personality based on a show. Listen, all of you Euphoria kids who are walking out like you came out of Euphoria High School. Looking at you, 
You're doing the same thing. It's just a different franchise. Anyway. It's just a sluttier franchise. At least mine was wholesome. Anyway. Well, <laughs> there were a lot of holes. Some. <laughs> Some mm. holes. A lot of snakes. <laughs> a lot of Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> but to this day, we're getting oh. Harry Potter content. Um, have I tried to shift into the Harry Potter world? <sighs> I will neither confirm nor deny that. Anyway, have I opened the closet and hoped that... Like, Hagrid was going to come out and give me a happy birthday cake. Yeah. I don't know about Hagrid. Cedric Diggory, though. Sure. Anyway. I was also a Cedric girl. I don't know what that says about me. Cedric uh, deserved better, though. So much better. And speaking of deserved better, yesterday I went to go see um, Harry Potter well, and the Cursed Child. This is not yesterday for whenever you're watching this, but sometime in... Sometime in the in, last year. <laughs> in early 2022... Uh, I went to go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and wow, like not even the story. Like let's just forget the story because some parts were a little iffy. But the, <laughs> most like, of her writing ever. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to praise whoever came out with like all the moves and the magic behind the actual like Broadway show. Yeah. Because holy crap, people were flying, chairs were flying. Um, there's like, I don't want to give too much away if you don't know about it, but there's like a scene where they're like going back in time and lighting oh. really makes you feel oh. like the whole stage was wobbling. And I was trying so hard to figure out how they did that because it literally looked like everything. You know, like when you're watching a show and they're like, <laughs> like that's literally yeah what it looked like and it was insane and then it made me realize how scary dementors really would be because there's one scene where they have like three dementors come down mm -hmm. uh and they're freaking huge and terrifying oh, i really want to see this it is so scary dude and it's so good and i just like yeah bravo like just on the topic of broadway productions uh in 2019 i was able to see phantom of the opera for the first time mm -hmm. and it absolutely mind-blowing yeah. the way that these intricate stages work yeah. and on precision like it is crazy with the music and the lights and just thinking about the sheer number like this is when i was in my production phase my pa phase so thinking about the sheer amount of people behind yeah. that to make that work and the actors being on cue to you know not fall through parts of the stage that are moving opening getting their foot stuck somewhere there was fire yeah the what is that called there's a name for that pyrotechnics yeah love that word don't don't remember it often but like, it's crazy the amount of work that goes into these large-scale productions dude, and it's incredible in harry potter there's so much pyrotechnics it's insane like if that actor had stepped two steps to the right he'd mm -hmm. be on fire there's a pool in the middle of the freaking stage that they literally jump into. How they get dry by the time they come out of it is beyond... Because it's actual water because you see it flying yeah. all over the stage. And I'm just like, what is happening? Magic. Literal magic. It is so cool. And then, of course, the woman who was sat next to us was like, I know how they do some of the tricks. It's actually a trick wand. And I turned to my sister and I'm like, just shut up because she's ruining the magic. It's magic. It's not an illusion. It's not a trick wand. It's magic. Stop ruining it. Like... This wand can go right... Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I, uh, I love Harry Potter. I, 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 I want to say that. Like, I love Harry Potter so much because it came out from the beginning to the end was an 
era, I was with it for every single release. Yeah. And watching these kids grow up as well, feeling like I grew up alongside them is something that is it's special. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but looking back at those films now, it's incredible what those kids were able to portray at such a young age. The direction that they were given. Yeah, they were massive teams behind the scenes, like really fixing each and everything. But in the first film, the directors deciding to have cameras on each corner of certain shots to make sure that they are able to catch all of these kids' facial movements to be able to edit that together. And you don't catch that in the films. Like, there are some movies that I've watched where I'm just like, I see where the cameras are. Not everyone does that because they don't pay attention really to the small things. And Not everyone does that because they're not Serrano. Okay, anyway, so there was a drama or something that I was watching, and they were up on one of those carnival rides that takes you up in like a little... Mm -hmm. um, swing oh, okay. sort of and it goes around in oh, circles yeah. like 30 feet or whatnot in the air and i could clearly see two other camera ops from the back and the front like capturing those things while someone was on the ground shooting upwards right it was clear as day but none of my other friends noticed it when they were watching it either yes so watching harry potter and seeing that and knowing what was going on behind the scenes gives me more of an appreciation for the film and how it was created. That's a very big part of these big franchises for me, as someone who loves cinema, loves the creation of the art, and to pull it off yeah. so well. It's, yeah. I also just love that it's not so intertwined. Like, for example, at first when, like, the Marvel movies came out, you could watch any of them independently and it made sense on its own. But now if you want to watch the Avengers and understand it, you have to go back and watch these individual films and watch this film and watch that film for everything to make sense. And if you didn't start in 1993, like, there's no way you yeah, were going to catch, catch up. up. And so, and I bring this up to say my mom was not a fan of Harry Potter, right? Because I saw it so often and I only really saw the first four a lot because the fourth one is my favorite one. And so I really only saw it up to there and then I would start over. And my mother went to Ecuador about a year and a half ago, about around the time when Fantastic Beasts came out. It was more than a year and a half ago, a long time ago she went. And she saw Fantastic Beasts when she was in Ecuador. But she had no idea that it was connected to the Harry Potter world. Mm. So she saw it on her flight and she texted me. She's like, Shirley, have you heard about this movie? It's so good. It's called Fantastic Beasts. It's right up your alley. I think you really like it. You know, it's like, it has to do with magic and it's super cool. I was like, yeah, you mean like the Harry Potter prequel? And she was like, the what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, the Harry Potter prequel. And she was like, no, no, it's called Fantastic Beasts. And I was just like, yeah. yes, it has. it's in the Harry Potter world. And she's like, no, no, Harry Potter isn't in it. I'm like, yes, but it takes place in the world. And then when I watched it with her recently, because I just saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and the second one um, not too long ago because the third one is coming out in April. I saw it with my sister for the first time and we fell in love with it. It was such, there were such good movies. And it's just funny because watching it, they're talking about Dumbledore and Hogwarts. And I turned to my mom and I'm like, how did you not put together that this was Harry Potter? She's like, surely I wasn't paying attention. I just was like, ooh, magic. <laughs> Pretty sparkly. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, look at all the creatures. I, there was no Harry Potter, so I didn't think it was Harry Potter related. And I was like, they literally talk about Dumbledore and they talk about Hogwarts and... Uh, 
the Ministry of Magic. And she's like, no. No, no. False. No. <laughs> Alternative facts. Yeah, but then that made her watch the Harry Potter movies with us. And she's like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. And I'm like, yeah, because I only ever saw the first four and we're watching the other ones now. She's like, I don't think I ever saw this one. I was like, yeah, because you'd leave. By the time we got here, she's like, well, these movies are actually really good. And I was like, huh, who would have thought? thought? Yeah. But that being said, what's a franchise that you're into? Or are you also a fan of Harry Potter? Let us know your thoughts, your feelings, how you're doing. Hope you're doing well. But all that being said, hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying hydrated. Hope you've enjoyed this ramble and understand why we still have such an affinity to the entire franchise and to these characters. Please don't cancel us. <laughs> we haven't even started. But yeah, all that to say, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.